Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Giles Corrin Has No Idea. It's called this not because I literally know nothing, but because it's all about the moment in the week when I have to sit down and write my column but have absolutely no idea what to write it about. Which is where my wife Esther comes in, who, having read all the papers whilst I take the kids to school, always has half a dozen ideas picked out for me when I get back to be discussed at the kitchen table over a nice cup of coffee. Do you think we should do the thing that we did last week, which I noticed that Ben, the producer, left in, where we talked about what day it is and what's happening in the in the big wide world because um, it's moving so fast that who knows where we'll be and it all might be the end of the world. Okay, three, two, one, go. Uh, I, I, and so one of the first things we should do is I think we should just explain to people listening, whatever they're listening, sort of Friday morning, that it's currently Wednesday. Mm. Uh, so Boris Johnson, we may have had a general election by, by now, the time. Yeah. yeah, it's possible. Boris Johnson may be a Lib Dem by, uh, yeah. by Friday morning. I mean, basically, I don't know, perhaps you would like to explain where we are up to now, because I don't know, I know I'm rubbish on Brexit, but I feel you're more rubbish. So why don't you try and explain that where we're at? It's a very low blow, Giles. You know I am too scared to read any of that stuff. No, you you take exactly the approach that I take, which is all good. Let's ignore Brexit fills 19 pages. Let's talk about all the stuff that isn't Brexit, making the papers much shorter (laughs) and you have to read less of them. It's exactly what I did with Northern Ireland for 30 years. Boris, um, okay, what is going on? What happened yesterday? um, Boris Johnson got a dog and Uh, and he was angry about stuff. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's what you took from yesterday's newspaper, that you got a dog. A dog. That Lapsang Souchong or whatever. They did with the, it's for, Jack Russell. Is it? Yes. And what, why? Did... You're confusing it with Sajid Javid's cockapoo, with which... which, which did, <laughs> if that did... sentence had stopped two syllables earlier, it would have been... <laughs> with which I did, he's Dylan, Sajid... the Jack Russell, was photographed today. So even though Boris and Sajid have, you know... Having a little bit of personal problems at the moment. Um, the cock- you know that. That's the cock- impressive. The cockapoo and uh, the Jack Russell were pictured chilling. That's were a they? direct quote. Uh, next to each other at I don't know Downing Street. And a, a cockapoo is a cross between is a it? cockerel and a turd. <laughs> a cockapoo is a cross between a I can't think. What now, can it a, possibly a, be? A, a, a cocker spaniel and a poodle. And and they are and crossbreeds are much better because they don't get as they haven't got as many health problems and they don't. As and, listeners to last week's podcast will remember you talking saying about cats. Kittens, this is yeah, fascinating. Kittens, Next week we'll tomorrow. talk about how great crossbred goats are. Yes, and and they anyway 
who cares? But uh, Cockapoo and uh, so Boris Johnson and Sajid David's dog are friends, even so the, if Boris and Sajid aren't. That's a good, that's an excellent satirical point you've made there. Thank you very That's much. really good. Was that your own? No, I got it from the paper. Oh, like fine. everything. So, um, so the, but the only thing that has gone right so far in political alliance making is these two dogs might yeah. get it on, possibly. Do, can, if you cross no, a, I think they're both boys. A cockapoo with a Jack Russell, you get a Jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> Top of my head, I like that. Bam, bam, bam. Boom, wow, boom. Wow. Yeah, no, that was that was quality. So no, look, what happened yesterday was that uh, uh, Boris, uh, th- there was a motion that was th- yesterday was the day that I mean it'll be ancient history by the time we get there. But yesterday was the day that uh, the, 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 the the Parliament, he, he, terrified that he's going to prorogue them, passed a put put up a motion that Parliament will decide the government's agenda, not the government, or we'll discuss what's debated so that there, or something. And and because he lost his majority in the House, because... Oh, God, Philip Mates, Lee. Went, Philip Mates, Lee. Who? Philip Lee. You know his actual name? I do. The guy who went off to, over to the Lib Dems. Mm. He lost his majority, and so they voted, and there were 21 Tory rebels. So um, Boris now, he, he uh, he's offered them a general election, which the Labour Party have been saying they want. And as it stands today, they've said they don't want to have a general election. I think. Do you think so Boris Johnson wakes up in the morning and stands in his bedroom in his striped pyjamas and just listens to recordings of Winston Churchill's speeches and just thinks, this is my Dunkirk? I think he probably or does. Or does he think, this is my Operation I Dynamo. don't imagine he sleeps in his in pyjamas. Um, well, I, I imagine I, he sleeps naked and thinks that he's got a really terrific body and I think he stands up in the morning and stretches and says, look at this, Carrie. <laughs> oh, Boris, shut up. Well, I just went for a run to try and clear my head because, as you know, I get performance anxiety ahead of this podcast. And I listened to um, The Daily uh, with Michael Barbaro. And what do we need to know today? What, uh, here's, and he, I think he heard the podcast when I was taking the piss because he slowed it down a bit. So he now goes, here's what else you need no today <laughs> and he just can't keep the sentence going. anyway so the one today was one about possible peace with the taliban boring when you haven't listened to the daily yeah. which is the, like the best story in the new york times mm. done audio if you haven't listened to it and i found one about you the rise of the far right in europe yeah. from friday and it was britain and italy and it was fascinating uh because in terms of us thinking that's also terribly important Brexit and leaving Europe and rather than we're going to have trade deals with America. In, in the New York Times, they've just got a general story about the rise of the far right populist politics with like frothing uh, Nazis in Hungary and um, Sal, whatever his name is in Italy, Salvini and, and Boris. And the story was just part and, they, and it was about how he's a right wing populist. And they have to explain these things. As if it's from Mars, and they and they have to, they, they start off by going, you know, Great Britain is this little, little country off, just off the coast of France, uh, and 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 they they were explaining him it in terms of so he's done and I, the, the report okay, so Boris has done a, this thing he's prorogued Parliament and there's this giggling in the studio yeah it's very British uh, it means they close it down so they can't debate it and uh, he's you know and it's very much like what Hitler did and they're talking about it in terms of Hitler and then they say he has to go to the Buckingham Palace and ask the Queen to prorogue parliament and they all giggle and they're going what the actual queen and they go yeah and then barbaro goes so 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 it's up to the queen she has to decide and they go no she's a she's a she's the head of state so she can't decide she has no choice but she has to say yes and and they sort of their heads are in a, in, in a massive spin they cannot get their head around um the thing that Boris has done and they compare because it because the better thing is to have a president who gets to do whatever he wants and can't be indicted or subpoenaed or anything while he's in <laughs> Well, they draw, they draw a parallel with this thing with Brexit. They say with with with, um, with their immigration bill, you know. So it's it's what exactly is democracy? And they were saying that despots like Trump and like Boris, 
say Parliament is getting in the way of democracy. Yeah. I am democracy. Yeah. And that's exactly what Hitler did in 1933, which is the public have voted for me, so we don't want any Parliament. They voted for me and I'll make all the decisions. I'm literally, I'm so nervous I'm going to be sick. I think we're going to have to stop. I mean, I, I, that, yeah, I just always feel that we should acknowledge that that's going on. But our job And is, then move swiftly on and talk about something else. Exactly. Like the fact that we <coughs> have to get this podcast finished before the builders come. At, oh, my God. Half an hour. Yeah. It to finish, maybe start finishing... The bathroom, which you promised me would take, how long did you say? Two weeks? It was supposed to be 10 days, yeah. 10 days. And that was, that was just July. the end of last term. That was July, July the 17th. Yeah. And we went off to Devon. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and they came in, hi. Yeah. Yes, we will very soon finish bathroom and then uh, you can come back. It will be beautiful. We see you in 10 days. All job finished. Regular listeners will notice that that's my Tolstoy accent. As well from as last your week. It's all Polish quite, builder yeah, accent. And they sat about writing a fucking novel, didn't they? Instead mm. of doing our bathroom. Which, what is it? Two, two, and, two and a half months on. It's yeah. still not done. And the bill has vanished. The bill has vanished. Last seen on the Isle of Dogs. Literally HR2, whatever it's called. What's it called? HS3? HS2. What's the? Is that the high speed? That's the, yeah. Which is going to take an extra seven years. Really? They announced this week. Oh, witty column. Wait. Wait. Just like our kitchen. Bathroom. Bathroom. The kitchen's done. I'm a done. bit tired. Look, it's early in the morning. It's oh, it's there. always an excuse, and I isn't there, darling? Last week you were hungover. Now you're tired, even though you slept really well. Well, look, you decide, well, You're the one who decided to go for a run. Just, just, And I was going to say, don't go for a run if you're going to come back knackered. And then I didn't say that because I thought, Giles is a bit fragile today, so I'm not going to say that. And you come back from your run and you're knackered. Uh, but do you think that'd be quite funny to do the HS2 there? It's a bit like when well, it's going to take an extra seven years, just like our bathroom. Uh, uh, sorry, how many words is your column? Did it's like 1,200. You're no. saying that's such a good idea, there wouldn't be room to cram it all in. talk about airports because I think airports is the thing that you're going to end up writing about and I really do think that it's important in this podcast to ha- to put the subject in that you actually end up writing about I think people will really feel a kind of connectivity and sort of witchy behind the scenesness. you what really really imagine that they are sitting there possibly cycling to work listening to go oh ooh, ooh, this could be the one that's in the column yes. I'm going to buy the times tomorrow and yes, see what I he made do. of it that when I when I originally thought this idea up that's what I thought because I once used to have a recording of the uh, of the inside of the writers' room at Blackadder, and they were discussing a couple of jokes that ended up in the show, and I just thought it was the most it was my favourite thing. I, I loved it. Here come the kids. Hang on. It's fine, darling. Kitty. Sammy. Sammy. Maybe we can get Sam in the podcast. Sammy, Kitty, darling. Kitty never will. Can you come and be on the podcast? Can you come and say something? Um, okay. Come on then, darling. Right, we're talking about we're, t- we're talking about airports. What do you... We're not you, yet. Let's have, you some... done, have you done the smiley face stamp on your own face, Sam? Or did Kitty What's he got that? on there? Kitty He's got a... That's the stamp he puts on his beanos to differentiate them from Kitty's beanos. Let's ask Sam if he's near enough the microphone. Sammy, what starts today? Um, lashes. The, the fourth test. You're quite right. Who's going to win? I'm not sure. Good answer. Who do you hope will win? Don't commit. England, maybe. England. Do you think so? Yeah. What do you like better, test cricket or one-day cricket? I like one-day cricket. <gasps> I thought you were going to say test cricket. Mind you, who did I take you to meet last week? Uh, Owen Morgan, Joe Root, Mark Woods, um, Liam Plunkett and... Tom Curran? Yes, and what's his name? The f- what? What's his name? What's it? 
Who's what's it? Mark Nicholas? Yeah. Because we were doing, it was for the charity, wasn't it? Chance to Shine, to get young people playing cricket in schools. And we went along to, and, and I was being a judge in a cooking competition where all the cricketers were cooking to see who was the best cook. I know. And I had to judge who was the best cook. With, and it was me and Alistair Cook judging. And you got to meet them all. And who got the best vote? Uh, the winner in the end was Mark Wood. What do you think of that? Well, I think oh, Tom Curran, um, his Yorkshire was pretty nice. You, I thought his Yorkshire pudding, darling. Well, no, God, he called it a Yorkshire. Oh, did he? Okay, fine. No, I think a classic, a classic Yorkshire pudding. I actually told him, I, when I had to stand up and do the judging of all the cricketers who cooked the best, I told them that my son Sam liked Tom Curran's Yorkshire pudding the best. And they were really pleased. Sam, we are also on the podcast going to talk about airports. Okay. Can you tell me what what you, what do you like best and what do you like worst about airports? What's your favourite thing about I airports? Like what, I like worst about airports because, for instance, Gatwick, um, you remember when Kitty almost got locked out from the Magna train when we were going to... I do you remember that? That was scary, wasn't that it? That was in Gatwick. Yeah. You don't like you both hate the Magna Train at Gatwick, don't you? And then what else do you don't like about airports? Is Mummy happy in airports or angry and stressed in airports? Daddy's angry. Rubbish. Daddy's what? Angry. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah it's, Daddy's really nice in when, airports. When? At what point in airports are Mummy and Daddy most angry and stressed? Um, when we're about to miss our flight that Sammy said today. <laughs> Sammy said. When did Sammy save the day? I don't remember that one. Uh, Daddy saved the day when remember when the big bag almost got. Oh yeah. Kitty saved the day too because he said, "Where's the big bag?" Kitty said, "Where's the big bag?" And we realised that it was oh, still on the Gatwick Express. We were it? going yeah. up the escalator, coming up from the train platform, and Kitty went, "Where's the big bag?" And I had to run down, knocking people out of the way. Yeah. Stop the train! Yeah. Gone on, they got the bag. It was a nightmare. And Kitty saved the Everyone day. Everyone was crying. Um, okay, Sam. Thanks very much indeed for your contribution. Is there anything else that you would like to say? What about aeroplanes themselves? Do you like flying on aeroplanes? Well, not really, because I'm afraid that we're going to like end up in the sea or being splashed by a massive tidal wave that's about three, 35 million thousand feet in the air. That's your main worry in a plane, that there'll be a, we'll be smashed out of the sky by a giant wave. But how about all that watching your iPad you get to do on aeroplanes? Doesn't um, that make up for it? Yeah. That does slightly, yes. Yeah. Sam, do you know what? Um, Mummy and Daddy got to do this. Why don't you and Kitty go and find your iPads and have a play on your iPads for, the, for half an hour or so? Thank yeah? You. Okay, yeah. off you go. Good boy. Or if you want, you could go and build uh, Big Ben out of matches or write a book. Yeah. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. So what's the story? Okay, Why do you say airports? This is about people getting very drunk in airports, not on aeroplanes, because that's sort of quite well documented, but in airports. So 450 air passengers were arrested for drunken behaviour in the last two years. For a minute, I thought we were going to say yesterday. Like, all of them, just 450 at Heathrow. Incidents involving alcohol include urinating on an airport walkway, a passenger being too drunk to put their seatbelt on, and sexual assaults on cabin crew. Tim Alderslade, chief executive of the Trade Body Airlines UK, said, there is no credible reason we've heard, other than commercial gain, why airport bars and duty-free are not licensed in the same way as any pub or restaurant on the high street. So basically, they just sell alcohol from 5am to, for, to you know, 24 hours. You can get a drink anytime. It's unlicensed. It's, it may, it's mayhem. And you can quite see... But look, How it airports, happens. the column? Well, because it, they get drunk because... It's a massive rant against the... Airports are the worst places in the whole world and they don't need to be that bad. There was that horrible thing you told me a couple of years ago where, where there's never enough places to sit. You said they, they purposefully make seating unavailable so that you have to get up and walk around and go to the shops, which is just... It, I mean, the whole... I, we've been talking recently about flying a lot less mm-hmm. and only taking one flights a year or even no flights a year and only going places that you get to on the train or on a ferry or whatever and actually i would i would i would quite happily do that because the experience of going through an airport is so 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 horrible and all they're trying to do is is is, is so there's quite the relatively new thing of coming clearing uh security to go to the gate and having to do a sort of you disappear from the real world like a casino with no windows exactly. and no, and they make you zigzag through even a, a massive duty free space that you but you could still cross it quickly and as you used to the duty free was always there but they make you zigzag yeah like ikea to, to walk past every product yeah so you're walking and after a little while you've just all right you've seen as you've seen scarlett johansson's face and and yeah. and tilda swinton and hermione granger and then they throw the booze at you exactly and then you get and it's just bars it's just bars and pubs whereas you were saying you said you know with people were thinking oh we, everyone should be traveling more by train and not by train. there's no there aren't well there's usually one pub if you're lucky in a big train station but they don't try and throw booze at you before you get on a train no and yeah. there are lots of other things to do and the trains come quite regularly in an airport you're really properly you're, you're trapped there and it's incredibly stressful and you get through security I find security quite stressful I was once so stressed at a security that I left our passports in one of those grey plastic bins I mean they're just it's just the whole experience is so hateful and you get to the other side of course you want a drink it's terrible and I, so I think you should do all of that I think you should have a massive rant against airports and then I think you should design the perfect airport I wonder if we can make airports so nice that Prince Harry wants to use them <laughs> well he claims that he does he, he claims, claims that he, he says 99% of his flights are Commercial, but that's the thing he's come to. But in fact, he says, look, I use... So that's the story. I use private jets for my family's safety. Yeah. What's the truth? He uses private jets because they're so because very they're nice. Because they're so nice. Yeah. Um, I think Harry's made the mistake of being the royal who talks about climate change. Because one of the perks about being a royal, which is mostly fairly shit, and everyone laughs at you when you go bald and you have to 
you know, you can't get a proper job and, and, and it's all a bit... You, you get to fly everywhere by private jet, which is mm. great. And now he said this thing, so he now he's going to be scrutinised forever. And he he's going to have to go on these easy jet flights with the rest of us, which is just really silly. Because private... With a whole lot of drunk people going, oh, you're Prince Harry, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, 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 and pissing all his money away buying things in Gucci on the way to the gate. Yeah, exactly. Um, but do you know what the nicest thing about private jet is? Oh, tell is me, tell you me. you don't have to go through the airport. Yeah. You drive to the thing, so we've they been, look we've, at your passport, and then you get on your aeroplane and you go. Well, we went, I mean, you know, you go from sort of Bryce Norton we've been, or we've been you from Norton. You go to Sean, make everyone really hate us. No, I don't care, fucking, I, I, am, I am a commentator who divides opinion, and I'm now going to divide opinion between people who are glad for All right, me. <laughs> let's count up the number of private flights that we've taken. We Not took, that many. We took one from Bryce Norton to Venice and back, yep. and then... We took one from Northolt to... to where did we go on that one? That was also to Venice. And we did Jonathan's plane when he picked us up in... In wherever it was to go to... La Rochelle. La Rochelle to go to his boat. Yeah, to go to his boat. And, and then, then Jonathan again. And then he flew... No, and then Jonathan he again. He picked us up in France. No, he, we went on the boat. He picked us up in, in London and took us to Cannes. And then the other time he picked us up at La Rochelle and took us to Scotland and then flew us back in his chopper. Yeah. But anyway, look, the point is we know a handful of rich people. So, for example, if you go from Northolt, you drive up the North Circular, it's 25 minutes from here, you park by the plane, you get out, you get on the... Do you remember when they, they, I said, I finally said, what time's the plane going? And they said, well, if you try and get there about half past 10. I go, when's the flight? They go, well, about 10.40. Yeah. Uh, and you just drive up there, you park, you get out, hello, you get on the plane, then a stewardess comes around and takes your passport from you in, the, in your seat mm. and goes and clears customs. Then you go, nobody checks anything, you just put all your drugs you just have in your pocket. <laughs> uh, and there's, there's no kind of duty Hence free... the popularity of private planes. With, Amongst drug barons. With drug barons. Yes, exactly. South American. Oh, I like that plane I saw on Narcos. I think I'll go yeah. in one of those. Yeah. Um, uh, and they, they, you know, someone makes you a cocktail halfway through and you, you don't have to do even that taxiing out to a rubbish space on the on the you runway off, yeah. and you go straight to go and there's no kind of just straight to cruising height in you go yeah. land no private jets are really the only reason for being rich or royal yeah. and he's completely muffed it yeah uh, and now we're talking about it he needs do you know what he needs pr lessons from kate moss never complain never explain in the times on tuesday there was a story that said, tattoos mark people out as hasty and reckless. Uh, no, actually, you... do you know what? There's an addendum to that. It's visible tattoos mark people out as hasty Why and reckless. Why do you draw attention to that? <laughs> I was rather enjoying the story that said, people who get tattoos are hasty and reckless and a bit sort of slapdash around the home and stuff. And, and, and people are less likely to employ them because they seem that way. And an economist said, as an economist, I can't rationalise why someone would do that. Um, so yes, I, I'm, I'm just kicking it out there. That, 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 um, yeah, and you, but you think there's differences between kinds of tattoos? I really do think there are differences. Why, why yeah. That? Well, because I because I have got a tattoo, as you know. Where? <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen your naked body that I can't remember. Where's I, your tattoo? I've got a tattoo on my hip, mm. and I did not get it because I am hasty and reckless. I got it for reasons that are lost in the mists of time. I don't can't really remember my rationale for it. I wasn't drunk. No. I wasn't drunk. Um, you got two, though. No, I got one, and then it went all blurry, so I got another one over the top. Right, so that first decision to get a blurry tattoo was in no sense... No, I got one done, and then they said, don't go in the swimming pool, and then I went in the swimming pool, and it went all blurry. So, so they gave you 20, and they said, don't go in the swimming pool, and you're not being not hasty and reckless, <laughs> you went, oh, fuck it, I'll just jump in the swimming pool. Yeah, and it turns out they were absolutely right mm. about not going... But so the economist who can't rationalise why a person would wear something that makes them hasty and reckless... So they, 
if, a, if an economist got a tattoo and they said, do not go in the swimming pool for six weeks, he at least wouldn't. But it's not visible. And I think that... Because I think, I think you're hasty and reckless and inattentive to details. I'm not hasty or reckless now. I was possibly hasty and reckless when I was younger, but not anymore. No, but wait, but can, have you seen the tattoos that Be- Ben Stokes, chief headbanger, have you seen the tattoos he's got on his back? Yes, but if, if Ben Stokes has got more tattoos than you, if you were tattooed like Ben Stokes... Yeah, but he really is hasty and reckless. I love the fact that you draw attention to Ben Stokes having all these tattoos because you're drawing attention to the fact that my two favourite people in the world, Ben Stokes and my wife... Ginger and tattooed. Are ginger and tattooed. That's my favourite kind of person. The only two people I need in my life is Ben Stokes for winning the Ashes and my wife for... for Cooking you dinner. Cooking me dinner and joining me on my podcast. Jackfruit curry tonight. Is it jackfruit curry? I thought for a minute you were going to say Jack Russell curry, bringing it back to the thing. (laughs) It's jack shit curry tonight. It's jack shit curry. No, because it's another vegetarian day. I remember when it just used to be vegetarian Monday. Now it's vegan week all week. Vegan till Christmas. We're fat. What can I say? What do you mean we... You, sorry. No. Sorry, I mean you're fat. Sorry, darling. What do you darling. mean me? You're really overweight from all that drinking in Greece. Sorry, sorry. I, this morning I, I was 12 re- stone six and three quarters, which is within a pound and three quarters of my target middling weight and only three pounds and three quarters of my ideal weight and five pounds and three quarters for my dream weight of 11 stone 13, yeah. uh, which I will never be. Don't do the, the, the people tune into this podcast because they've seen my slim, handsome byline in the Times and think that I'm sort of hard-bodied and buff. So don't, can you not tell them I'm fat? Yeah, but you're only hard-bodied and buff because I make you eat vegetarian crap. And tonight it's jackfruit curry. Jackfruit curry. I think it's going to be nice. Everyone goes on about jackfruit. There was a big broigus about jackfruit. Do you remember it? Oh dear, poor old what's her name? Zoe. Zoe. Nice Zoe Williams. Lovely Zoe Williams. And all she did was say jackfruit's really nice, and everyone went, "This is the kind of racism we have to put up with." Cultural appropriation of the worst kind. This came from the food left. Uh, which is a phrase I learned the other day on this other podcast I did where they, where they grilled me about how I've antagonised the food left. I didn't know the food left in the back of the fridge. The food left on my plate because it was disgusting. No, the food left wing. And yeah. they express themselves through food and the, what's the word? Intersectional feasibility, uh, you know, thingy mini of, of food. And the, the, But no, so they don't like cultural appropriation. They don't like white people uh, taking... Eating uh, jackfruit. Basically eating jackfruit or making a big song and dance about how exotic it is. Right. It's like saying Christopher Columbus discovered America when there were actually a million people already living there. Already so, living there. And we got to, I agree with them, there is, it is an insensitive thing. But poor Oswe Williams, who makes the huge mistake of mostly writing in The Guardian, yeah. where the people who give a shit about that kind of thing yeah. are just gathered around just the library. waiting for you to make a mistake. Sheltering from the rain because they haven't got a home in the library, refusing to pay for a paper. I'll just read The Guardian because I won't pay for the time. It's behind a paywall. Uh, and they read The Guardian and they see that she's written... Her, the jackfruit is the big new fruit she wrote because she does a sort of food thing and they and all she was saying well, jackfruits are quite nice and big they, they are the hero food for vegans and fruitarians I did a TV show about fruitarians once in, in California basically all they eat is jackfruit because it, it feels kind of hefty and, yeah. and, and sort of meaty and it's got a lot of vitamins in it doorbell oh. your builders oh, have arrived no, no, no. I've got stuff to say about this it's her dress I hope it's the dress and not the builders I can't quite face the builders That's just the sound of in the background, if you can pick it up, of my wife uh, and opening the door to the uh, interior designer who spent the last 10 weeks yes. basically changing the loose seat. Uh, everything fine? Yeah, everything's fine. Uh, do, do, well, we, are we were doing, we were talking about what? The tattoos? Tattoos. Um, but what are you going to write about? What can you possibly say about tattoos? Uh, you can write a love song to... You didn't write your love song to Taylor Swift. You could write a long so- love song to Ben Stokes. That would be nice. No? About his lovely tattoos. About everything about Ben Stokes. Oh, do that. Write a 
poem about Ben Stokes and cricket. Everyone you're always going to make me write poems. Because like, you're really good at yeah, it. They're really funny. There isn't a reason to write a poem unless there's... Ben a, Stokes, love you as the, much as I love Wokes. Exactly. The fact that, that there is also Chris Wokes. You're a Although big... Although Chris Wokes has been dropped for this test, Oops. so he's not playing. Oh, yeah, only because they wanted to bring in some, some other bloke, taller, fast bowler, who hits the deck harder, which is useful at Old Trafford, fastest pitch in England. Although oh. raining today, a bit worried. It's not boring. It's interesting. And in fact, it's starting now. The first ball is being bowled. So Quick. let's crack on. Let's crack um, on. Uh, yeah, I could write about Stokes, but I'm, th- that's it. This shitbag on the front of the papers, Boris Johnson... Uh, I, I'm now fed up with him. I thought it was quite funny. He's completely. He's. He. Someone tweeted. It was. It was. It was Guy Walters, my dear friend Guy Walters, the Nazi historian, historian of Nazis, not historian with <laughs> Nazi perspective. Uh, Guy Walters tweeted in relation to the 21 Tory rebels being forced out of the party, denied the whip. You know they're not going to be allowed to stand at this bogus general election we're going to have. And Guy Walters said, if a captain of a ship, if the captain of a ship, made. 21 of his men walk the plank he would certainly reinforce his reputation as a strong captain but he'd be a fucking awful sailor yeah uh, and I, I think that's uh, that's a very fair point so look it's, it's like let's let's get Stokesy let's get Stokesy in Tw- 50 reasons to make Stokes Prime Stokes Minister Stokes for Prime Minister Stokes for Prime Minister yeah, I like that one Stokes for Prime Minister um, reasons for Stokes being Prime Minister Ginger head, gingers need to have their time Ginger's time has come the tattoos thing um, the fact that he punches people he doesn't like. Yeah, just get it over with. We could be like those Ukrainian parliaments where they're always having punch-ups. And they've recently elected a stand-up comedian to be their prime minister. Ukraine? In the Ukraine. Okay. Yeah, didn't you know that? I didn't. I thought you were all over politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've elected a comedian and so <laughs> have we. we. That's one of those ben, jokes ben, ben, ben. Boom, boom. Do you think we've got enough, Ben? Can I just, Ben, at this stage... Yeah. Plug my new radio show. Yes, of course you can. Consi- because I, I, the reason that I've, 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 you know, I, I'm, 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 either, you know, it's, it's all very well doing a, doing a podcast, and I'm, and I know I get this uh, anxiety about it, and sort of, you know, performance anxiety. Well, I would argue I don't really perform, but still, at the end of this week on Sunday night, part of my brand new audio career, which began with this podcast, which is largely successful because of you, not me, they've decided I should have a radio show. So on Talk Radio, seven pm till ten pm this Sunday. Uh, I don't know whether it's got a title. I think it's just like The Giles Corrin Show. Mm. This one goes out to all you lovers out there. Except I don't get to, to do music. So I just have to talk for three hours and I've got some guests and I'll be there. And I don't know how you find talk radio. I think it's digital. I don't think it's on the dial, is it? Do you know how you find it? You just, very good just plug, darling. put it into your computer. Just type talk radio and it'll probably come up. Not talk sport, that's the other one. And I'll be there and I'm a bit nervous about what to say. This is a shit plug, wasn't it? Can you plug it? This is like... Just say something really positive about my podcast. I mean, radio show. I'm doing too much work at the moment. I can't remember what I'm doing. Buy the column. Don't do anything. Watch telly. That'll do. That'll do. You've been listening to Giles Corran Has No Idea with Giles Corran and Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Ben Mitchell. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast to avoid ever missing an episode. If you want to find out what I wrote about in the end, there's a link to the column in the podcast description. And for the full live experience, you can tune into my radio show every Sunday night from 7 till 10 p.m. on Talk Radio. Talk Radio.